How many of us know the story of Adam's womb? That within seven days, God created the whole heavens and earth, a man, then a woman from his rib. Trees, gardens, and animal balloon, all in the Garden of Eden, a place that seems to me to be heaven on earth. There's just this one thing, the forbidden tree. Initially, it all seems so simple. God says, let there be light, and it is. Let there be love, and it is. Let there be intimacy, transparency, vulnerability, and it is. It all seems so simple because God says so, and so it is, and so it will be. When in all honesty, there's nothing simple about it. In truth, we have all bit our fruit from the forbidden tree. Now it is that I have my Adam, and in love and in light is beautiful, not so simple and so complex. And what I'm learning about God is that he's anything but simple. It's so much to say, many things to break down, so I'll just start from Genesis. I'm not sure when it became so easy for me to let go. Not in a way that's healthy, but in a way that's harmful to me and every party involved. Somewhere along my journey, people became to me like disposable toys in a sense that while the connection may have been beneficial at one point when the energy shifts and tensions rise, so do I. I lose interest almost immediately. Maybe I've developed this habit as a means of protection. Maybe I needed my ego stroke and I couldn't accept what I deemed as rejection. So really, how genuine was my love? Or was it survival? It was an area of my life that became a repeated cycle that with each blow had me feeling a little less valuable. My forbidden fruit became letting go of intimacy and connection versus working through conflict. It was not until I found my Adam that I considered how evolving for the better could and would change my life. For the woman inside of me to evolve, I knew that I needed to make some internal changes. In order for me to do so, it meant conquering my serpent, guarding myself from idols and fighting temptations. As with everything, serpents, idols, and temptations can all be internal and external. It depends on the environment of your mind. Are you operating from heaven or hell? I know all too easily how heaven can turn into hell, that the journey could be so long, far and wide to get back to a place of peace. It all starts with the seed, that seed being our thoughts. And in order for me to be this evolved version of me, I needed to analyze what those requirements needed to be. As I am now operating from a place of wholeness, does not mean that I could not not nurture my wounds in order for me to flourish. Meaning that literally meditating on what the new level of Imani requires, being in love with myself and walking in love with another person, it requires digging into the depths of my soul that was once buried out of means of survival. And for me to walk fully in my garden of Eden that God has called me to thrive in, it requires vulnerability. Vulnerability is revealing to me the endurance of my faith. As I'm more vulnerable with my creator, with my intentions, my desires, my needs, my wounds, the things that make me bleed, allows me the autonomy to be more vulnerable with myself. And in turn, those who can benefit from that is Adam, for he sees the depth of my value. Discovering these depths of me has brought about a new level of transparency that I never knew to be possible. 
it was internal guidance and shining a light on the fact that just because I survived doesn't mean that I never experienced the damage. Transparency meant acknowledging my broken systems within, coming to grips with the idea that I needed to rescue myself from who I wasn't anymore in order to discover who I could become. It meant releasing self-doubt and self-sabotage, being willing to accept myself and reflect on me without judging myself. Coming to grips with the fact that just because my Adam found me doesn't mean that it's his duty to rescue me. It's my job to rescue myself, just as it is his job to rescue himself. Becoming about making informed decisions and not tricking myself out of my blessings, conquering my serpent. Healing sometimes means owning the fact that we are our own serpents, our own worst enemy. Upon entering my Garden of Eden, I had to walk the pathway of forgiveness, which starts with extending the vine to myself to produce the fruits of the spirit, fruits of love, joy, peace, gentleness, forgiveness, kindness, patience, and grace. This practice determines that handling of dealing with another's transgression, not just atoms, but of those within my entire universe. This practice requires more discipline, allowing myself to commit to the assignment regardless of the position of the journey. Our heart's posture determines our outcome. Discipline to me means remaining consistent with what I say I desire and need for myself and my ever-evolving mind. Remaining consistent to myself and my growth, following the goals, strategies, and plans that I have put in place, still holding on to my expectations, but releasing my preconceived notions on who, how, and where the blessings will flow. While internalizing these changes, I understand how to develop thicker skin, controlling my focus, not controlling what I see, but definitely how I choose to respond. Not letting the noise of the outside sway my truths on the inside or sway me from the truth at all. These truths lead me into a deeper understanding of what intimacy truly means. Any relationship that goes as deep as public displays or physicality without any emotional bond is not true intimacy. Deepening our emotional bond means exploring our Garden of Eden with intentionality, even asking daunting questions that one dreads to answer, such as, what haunts you? Where is your forbidden fruit? These are the things that find a way to creep into the most unsuspecting moments of our lives. Serpents are after what we trust as God's vision for our lives, our personal Garden of Eden. What starts as the planting of a seed grows into that of a forbidden tree. A seed that, if not properly addressed, will continue to control our actions. But if we get to the root, we can change the fruit. Changing the fruit shifts our perspective to the truth that we are our own co-creators of our Garden of Eden. Fertilizing my garden soil comes with new depths of spiritual growth, intentionally praying for understanding in my heart, honoring my personal boundaries, trusting my intuition, using greater discernment, and knowing my voice from God's. Connecting consistently with my inner child and becoming one with my higher self daily. 
using my mind's eye and never turning away from the truth. And the discovery of my forbidden fruit is all about being in the in-between of love. It's about honesty with yourself. It's about levels of intimacy to experience with another. It's about pride, fear, exploration, endings, and beginnings. It's about soil and weeds that encourage our seeds to grow or die. Forbidden fruit is about the one thing we all have, choice. Thank you for joining me. Stay tuned to hear the next piece of the journey. To continue the conversation and more underrated content, find me at underscore underscore GVC Arts. Peace.